0: What's up Jets fans? Welcome back to another edition of Jet Nation Radio. I am your host Dylan Terman. I will be flying solo tonight just here to give you a quick hitting podcast just about the training camp roundup and the standout players that I've read so far throughout the few weeks and, and days of padded practice that we've seen coming out of Florham Park. Um, let's get right into it. The first player is actually the newest player on the roster, and that is linebacker Quan Alexander, formerly of the New Orleans Saints. He comes to the Jets on a one-year, one-point-two-seven million dollar deal. Um, only hundred and fifty million or hundred fifty thousand, excuse me, guaranteed. So his cap hit is minimal. He came in and he actually didn't have to do uh, the ramp-up period that Robert Sala says that most incoming players need to go just to get to football conditioning and, and get into shape to be out there every day with the players. Quan Alexander didn't need that. He was ready to come in right away and And actually in his workout said that he the, the, the workout needed to be ramped up a bit more because he was that ready to go. Um, it's evident that he's ready to play right away. Um, I'm not sure whether he will be a starter or not come week one. It's trending that way based on what we see at practice. It's already been a few days, and he's practicing with the ones. So Quincy Williams' job could be in doubt. Um, The coaches have nothing but good things to say about him. Defensive coordinator Jeff Ulbrich said that he's Coke with a little bit of extra in it. Um, It's kind of funny. Not sure if uh, coaches can get away with saying something like that. Maybe he'll be disciplined, but um, either way, it's, it's good to hear coaches, you know, speak highly of a player, especially one that they've only had for a couple days in the building. Um, Robert saw was impressed with his shape again, surprised. He admitted that he was surprised at how good Quan looked. He said, he's in great shape. He's got great recall of what we did in San Fran. And obviously there's some new things that we're doing here. He's a quick learner and very instinctual you guys saw, I think he made a play in the last period, and he did what he does and made sure the other side of the ball knew about it, and it brought everybody to life. He's a pleasure to be around. He is A+. plus. I wasn't expecting him to be in the shape he is. He's ready to roll. Um, obviously, another glowing endorsement, two coaches speaking out about a player just signed. Um, honestly, this guy, I tweeted it out, could be the the bargain Of the free agent market for the Jets in 2022 last year, it was Morgan Morgan Moses, excuse me, who was signed in May and he came in and he held down the fort after Makai got hurt. So, you know, if, if Quan Alexander can come in and even be a serviceable player at that $1 million cap hit, I think that exceeds expectations. So everything coming out of Quan Alexander's corner has been positive so far in his short stay here. Um, keeping it on the defensive side of the ball. Um, This one's obvious. Carl Lawson, just like last August, he's showing the same burst and physicality off the edge, uh, beating just about any tackle you'll put in opposite him. I believe Makai Becton got a couple against him. Um, Adoga suffered a couple would-be sacks. So Carl Lawson's really going out there and and showing that he can be that dominant presence that we were looking forward to last season. Um, My hope for him is that They let him practice in training camp against the Jets, do some things in the joint practices with the Falcons and Giants, maybe play one or two series in those games, maybe a total of three total series in the preseason, and and just keep this guy healthy so that the D-line can prosper this season. I think he's the, the key piece to it. Obviously, he's not the only piece. There's plenty of guys, but... This is the guy that's going to to steer the ship in the right way and really really get the guys to rally behind him as the, 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 the top dog, so to speak, in the group. Um, along the defensive line elsewhere, I think other players are making a name as well. Zuniga had some good reps against rookie Max Mitchell for some would-be sacks on Zach Wilson. And Jacob Martin, the newcomer from Houston, who signed a three-year $16 million deal, if I'm not mistaken, um he's coming in he's going to settle into his new role um they haven't divulged his role obviously but we can assume it's going to be some type of third down pass rush specialist type of guy um i think i think i'm excited for him honestly i think he's somebody that's going to come in and be that that rotational player when Carl Lawson gets tired they kick JFM on the inside I think he and uh, Bryce Huff is another guy. Those two are going to be the main rotational guys. Um, I think Bryce Huff gives you a little bit more in the pass rush or in the the run game as well as the pass rush uh, compared to Martin. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how they deploy them. But But Martin and Huff are two young guys that I think are ascending. And once they find that role and key in on that role, They can only go up from here, and the the solid defense is going to unlock these players. Um, On the back end of the defense, Jordan Whitehead and DJ Reed, two veterans that were acquired this year in free agency, two guys that Sala gushed about in his presser, saying that you don't let these types of guys out of your building. To have them is a complete blessing, and you know from DJ Reed's experience with San Francisco, he was cut. Uh, uh, Seattle picked him up because he was hurt, and San Francisco was really – they were really torn about it. They they felt like they let a really good one go, but they had to, for roster reasons, put him on the injured list where he was able to be poached. So, DJ Reed was really able to flourish in Seattle, but I think what San Fran could have done with him as well would have made him just as good of a player. I'm very excited to see what these two are going to do in New York. They bring veteran leadership to the to the back end of the defense. Realistically, Michael Carter, the second, and he's a second-year player, he's the only returning starter in the secondary. Obviously, you have Lou Marcus Joyner, but we know the injury with him. Barely played last year at all 10 snaps. So he's basically a newcomer, Whitehead, Reed, and now the uh, rookie, Gardner. So four of your five guys are brand new, so they're going to have to build chemistry. It might take some growing pains in the first few weeks, especially against some good offenses. Cleveland has some good wideouts, so does Cincy. Uh, Pittsburgh obviously has good wideouts. So it, it might be tough at first, but I think this, this secondary is really going to come together, and the the massive overhaul that it underwent this season could pay dividends for, for the Jets' defense overall. All right, switching over to the offensive side of the ball. Um, we're going to focus on the quarterback room as a whole. Obviously, the the main storyline is Zach Wilson. Uh, on the field, off the field, whatever he does, it's going to make headlines. Um, I try not to take too much of the good and try not to take too much of the bad. Um, I think that's where most fans should try to aim to be at this point in August. It's very hard to, you know, contain yourself from falling for the hype and and it's it's it you want to because this team is is trajecting on the right path to be a team that's worth getting excited for in August so Zach Wilson yeah he's had his ups and downs it's, it's expected but he was reportedly perfect eight for eight on his birthday during the Wednesday practice which is a huge step you never want to see the ball on the ground and I think every player strives to not have the ball on the ground so to see it come to to fruition this early on in the process as well we haven't even started preseason so that's a good look for him joe flacco despite what those um would be rumor accounts say about joe flacco being better than zach wilson um he's still the backup he could have a great camp i think all that would mean is that the jets have a trade asset um rich samini support reported that his Friday practice Joe Flacco's Friday practice was not great he had two interceptions but overall Flacco has looked very good from all accounts up until today obviously and then Mike White your third guy I think everybody's favorite favorite guy to root for in the quarterback room especially he's been on the you know the the throwing end of some of these highlight plays and one of them was a big long pass to Denzel Mims over the middle and I think everybody's excited to see what Mike White can do If they do happen to move on from Flacco, is Mike White ready to take that next leap? We'll have to wait and see. Um, And then obviously you can't have a highlight play if you don't have offensive weapons to throw the ball to. And I think those guys deserve a shout out because now Zach has so many weapons at his disposal. It's honestly going to be hard to get a read on who the top guy will be in this offense in 2022 which isn't a bad thing. Um, I wrote a piece for the site Jet Nation projecting top threats for this offense, and I wouldn't be surprised if my number six ranked guy finished as number two and vice versa just due to how versatile everybody can be and Mike LaFleur's ability to get everybody involved and scheme good plays to get all his players open. I mean, down the stretch, you have Braxton Berrios showing out enough to get a $6 million contract So clearly it's, it's all there. And now Mike, Mike LaFleur has, you know, he's primed for a breakout year. I know that sounds silly because he's an offensive coordinator, not a player, but he's primed for a breakout year. And I think he'll definitely find ways to be creative with his personnel. Um, The things I'm looking for is more running of the football, more usage of his tight ends. Um, I hope they are able to run play action because that means that they're running the ball effectively I, I honestly, I of course, we want to see the trick plays. I think Michael Fur is capable of more trick plays, especially when they get down in the red zone. I'm interested to see what kind of tricks in his bag he pulls out to, to get the Jets over the end zone, to get that score percentage up when they're in the red zone, because that's what all the good offenses do. They can Good offenses can get into the red zone, but great offenses are able to punch it in for six and not settle for three after they take, you know, a couple bad runs and a sack. So I'm interested to see exactly how the offense unfolds. Speaking just of the offensive weapons that leads to the, just the competition on the roster in general, I think this year compared to at least the, the most recent history last four or five years, at least this is the, the deepest the Jets roster has looked. And obviously we don't know what it will look like ultimately, but if you just, Take what it is on paper. I think you have so many so many positions that are deep now that two years ago we were scratching and clawing to find even one talented guy to stick around. I look at just wide receivers, not even offensive skill positions, just wide receivers. You have at least four, maybe even five quality guys if Denzel Mims shows out like he he believes he's capable of. And if you have five wide receivers, that just gives you plenty of options, whether you hold them all, whether you deal them for for trade assets in the future, which I don't think the Jets are looking to do currently. They're looking to just win some ball games. So I think keeping the depth for injury purposes is always the best case. And cornerback is the same way. I don't think just because you have Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, you have to move on from Bryce Hall or Brandon Eccles or Isaiah Dunn I think you have to keep all these guys in house because the longer they're in the system the longer that they're learning the ins and outs of all these nuances that Rob Saul wants to run Jeff Albrecht wants to run on defense it's only going to help if you know Ahmad Gardner goes down or DJ goes down you want somebody that's not going to be a huge drop off and I think that's the key to this offseason is not having such a huge drop-off when one injury occurs. You see it uh, tight end position, defensive tackle position, even offensive guard position, I think they've upgraded decently. So th- they're coming together with with the roster as a total package and not just, oh, we have a couple superstar potential players here, and then it's a big drop off, and everybody else is, you know, kind of mediocre and probably bench level anywhere else. So you have to take that as only a good thing. I, I'm not trying to be cliche and say, you know, positive vibes only, but it's it's that time of the year when all we're getting is a lot of good. Obviously, the bad is not always. Um, as bad as it sounds but it's just made out to be bad because we can't see it and we don't know exactly what's going on down on the field so anything bad seems really bad and the goods you know some people tend to run with them some people tend to stay even keel and I guess once we get to the first preseason game which at the time I'm recording this is one week away August 12th against the Philadelphia Eagles I think We're going to see a lot from this team just in that week one, whether the starters play a bunch or not. I think we're going to see good depth, good quality, you know, play from even the the guys like Abrams and Charles, the depth wide receivers that Glenn has highlighted on his YouTube show. I think they're going to make a presence. So it's all going to be fun to watch and we're all going to, we're going to be happy to break it down for you guys here on jet nation. Make sure you give everybody a follow uh, Glenn is at AceFan23, um, at DTerman on Twitter. Uh, Alex is at NYJetsLife24. We have Green Bean on YouTube. He's doing some excellent work. He's always a great guy to to listen to and, and hear his takes because he's been around and he knows he knows the Jets in and out, and he's, he's really on his stuff. So thank you guys for tuning in. This is going to be it for Jet Nation. We'll catch you guys next week.